This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Hello and welcome to another edition of My Wednesday from the Wednesday Week. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening and tuning in over the last few weeks since we started this uh, extra podcast. I say it's been uh, it's been fantastic, and I think uh, well, the feedback's been good. So hopefully, you're all enjoying it, and watching it. So thank you very much. Um, and this week, I am joined by Ryan Goodison. Um, Ryan, how are you? Yeah, good mate. All good. Thank you very much. Uh, been a long day today. Been a, I know it's been bank holiday weekend, but uh, I've kind of worked all the way through it. So it's nice Ooh. to relax tonight, to be honest, and have a chat sit, about Wednesday. Have you? Sit down with a beer and talk about Wednesday. Well, that's 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 what a lot of us uh, like to do most of the time, isn't it? So why not? Mate, yeah, it was it was Wednesday. You had me working on uh, <laughs> on Sunday evening, but there's worse oh. lines of work, I suppose, than that one. But it was the other side of the city Saturday night, so. That, not so, not not so good. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll leave that one then, mate. If you don't mind. <laughs> so obviously, well, there's on. Well, we'll start from right from the beginning, Ryan. If you don't mind. So obviously, yeah. young whippersnapper. Um, I'll not ask your age because I'm I'm not like that. But obviously, a few years ago, should we say that uh, you uh, were born? And obviously, Wednesday. So um, let's start from the beginning. Then, like I say. How did you, or what was the reason that you became a Wednesdayite? Because obviously you are a Wednesdayite. You're on this podcast, mate. I am, yeah. So, I mean, ask my age all you want. I'm 38. That's absolutely not an issue. You are that. you are a whippersnapper compared to me, though, mate. I'm 42, so I've got a couple of years on you. I've got far behind you, mate. We'll always <laughs> have um, so, first real memories, well, of getting into football... Um, was around 1990, um, and it was kind of Italian United England that I remember starting a bit of an affiliation with football, so to speak. Um, obviously, they were that was the start of pretty, pretty decent times in the Wednesday world as well. Around then, yeah. so the reason I've to be honest, the reason I'm a Wednesday I over 
the other side of the city or anywhere else is simply down to the fact of my old man and his brothers. Um, I just come from a massive Wednesday family background and I wouldn't have been allowed it any other way. I'm glad I'm that way, but I, I wouldn't have been allowed any other way. I think my, my old man would have disowned me. But yeah, so Italian I remember starting to like football um, and then it was obviously from going back longer than I would like to think now, but it was from that point my dad took me to my first game, which, if memory serves me right, and I'm pretty certain my first home game was the season following Italian United, the 1991 season, and we played Hull City at home, um, and David Hurst scored four. I'm certain that was the first game he ever took me to. And it was certainly early that season. It would be Hull 5-1, I think. And Hurst scored four. One was a basically what you a bicycle kick timing. And there was one I remember him. It was like a touch on the halfway line and he ran the length of the half and, and not one in off the far post. Um so yeah, that was my earliest memory as a Wednesday fan. Great atmosphere and that um match day then obviously revolved around my dad and my, my dad's brother Jeff. Um, and it was very much a case. My dad never drove, so we'd get picked up going in Hillsborough Working Men's Club. Um, I remember that really vividly. I've not been in there for years, to be honest. Kind of match day drinking's a little bit different now. We kind of go queen <laughs> away. But I remember full size snooker table, being in the snooker room, like class atmosphere, nothing I've ever seen before. That was the first game, and then ne- kind of never really looked back from that. It was, uh, it was 5 1. Um, and it was Hurst to score uh, four goals as well. So you, your memory is a lot better than mine because I just had to quick Google that, mate. Did you? <laughs> yeah, well, while you were just talking, then I just thought, I'll just see that. And yeah, yeah it was uh, I think 1st of September. It was I spent a lot of years, as you do, like on these sort of things after that, um, watching good old like season review VHSs. So it. <laughs> It's a bit more vivid because I know I've watched the game like, and the highlights back a few times, but I'm certain that that was the first game I went to as a Wednesday fan. Um, in that, <laughs> to be honest, I remember that first season, my dad, like, my dad was just getting into things. So he took me he took me to the majority of Wednesday game and it was a good first season, that, as a young lad. Um, oh. Like, another game I remember, I mean, remember from that season, it was obviously the season that we went on to win the Rumbelows Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the photograph that I sent you the other day where, you know, the one on the cup where I've got a flat cap on as a young boy, massive curly watch class. Yeah, you are a young lad on that one, i got to say. Uh, well, <laughs> arcade, curly watch, whatever you want to call me. Um, Dave Vivalo for all the young ones out there. Got a teddy bear, you know, as you do, on the cup. Um, but that was from the semi-final at Hillsborough, that, and oh, we, beat nice. yeah, we beat Chelsea in the semi-final. Um, and again, from the season, it's the old Didwell-Wilson game, that where Wilson smashed one in the top corner of Valley, we won 3-1. So, yeah, it was a good, to come in as a youngster that sort of time, I think we'd just gone up, we won the Rumblows Cup, we had a side that was, well, it was an unreal side, wasn't it, when you look yeah. back, even from the full-backs like Worthington, King and then Shazrimsfield, obviously Hurst, that's my first memory, but Pearson, like, what a side. That's, that's um, I mean, looking back at that, there is, there's a good reason why probably a lot of fans became Wednesday fans. 
because they do, don't they, with teams? You know, teams that stand out, and you think yep. looking back now, you think that's well, that era, the early nineties, was obviously the, in the last forty years has been the, the the best period we've had for a while. Yep. So yeah, I can totally understand why. Obviously, you start at a very good age, and like you say, your your family and everyone same same with a lot of people we speak to. It's a, it's a family thing. You're, what, what what people call a legacy owl, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. And which, which goes back a while and generations and things. And that's uh, and that's no, no disrespect to anyone. I don't mind any supporter to any football team how they became supporter. Um, yeah. it, it's just it's just great to hear, and it's quite a quite a thing with Wednesday that they are a lot of legacy owls. Absolutely, yeah. And like you said, it just happens. Like it happened to fall at a good time where we were we were in a pretty successful period. Obviously, a few years later, we got to a cup finals, got to Europe. But I think, like, if that had not been the case, like I said, because of the family background, if, if we'd have been sat in the, what was the old third division now, which is where we are, I, I'd have still been yeah. where I am now. Um, and same applies on the generational thing. I've got a young one. Um, he's four, so he's literally just getting into foot. He's starting to understand football, goes to that little, a little kicker's type thing. Yeah. But he, he he knows already where I'm at. Like if football's on is that Wednesday, is that Wednesday? Every game to him's Wednesday. He's not. But um yeah. he, he knows in that way. Are you going to I've put this I've got this t shirt on today. Are you going to Wednesday today? So he's starting to get the idea now. He'll not be far too far off games, but right now he's at an age where I'll be leaving after ten minutes and I'll take him at a minute because he's that's his attention span right now. But he's starting to grasp it that that he's a he's a Wednesday fan. Yeah, he's, he's got no choice like I had. <laughs> so in 30 years' time, God forbid that we, we're still doing this podcast and probably yeah. Fudge will still be hosting it because I don't think he's going to ever age with all the Botox he has. Uh, <laughs> your, your, your lad might uh, might be on giving you no. the exact same story. So I would um, love nothing more, mate, than if he's, uh, <laughs> he's that affiliated. Yeah, of course. No. Yeah, that would be great. That's, that's exact same. Uh, I've told everyone on this before. I'm the same. My old man took me. My memory is shocking, so I can't actually remember my first game. But and and I've got a lad same who's 14. Who's who's the reason I go now? Really, to be honest. So he, he loves it. He's he was home, 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 home and away. So he was um, to be honest a bit of a <laughs> bit of a not ideal for especially for a Wednesday podcast. There was one game that season, and it was on the back of because Italian United got me into it. I literally. From what I'm told, my memory's not this good, so I have to listen to my mum. <laughs> but um, from what I'm told, when we went out of Italian IA, um, apparently I cried and got put to bed because I thought I was never going to see Gaza again. So whatever league United were in that following year, I'm assuming top end again, they played Spurs and my dad took me to the lane as well, just so I could see Gaza. But that's literally the one game I've ever seen, <laughs> just, just to clarify. Get some, I'll get some, get a bit for that on Twitter, I would imagine, but... <laughs> hey mate, I totally agree with that one. I I would have done the same. I mean, there's yeah. times I've been I've been to matches that just to see the player and the yeah. bloody player didn't even play. You know what I mean? I, I went <laughs> a couple of years, a couple of years ago. I went to go and watch Messi. Um, I think it was Argentina played Italy in a friendly at Man City at Etihad, yeah. and uh, he was on the bench. His name chanted from minute one. Didn't come on, so yeah, that was a wasted yeah. trip. Good so, game though. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so t- I totally, totally understand that. So obviously, in, in that era, so going to keep in that era of you mentioned Hurst, you mentioned a few other names. Yeah. What one of those 
players must have stood out for you. If if you think back in the early nineties, let's go obviously with ninety to ninety three, ninety four, or where obviously you you are growing up, you're getting into it, you're you're going to the games more regular. Is yeah. there is there is there a player that I asked this question, but it's not the the first Wednesday player you fell in love with, shall we say? I'm not metaphorically not like that, but do you know what I mean? Oh <laughs> yeah, Um, I would obviously. Hurst kind of goes without saying from that era. Like I said, when you go to your first game and he scores four, that's always going to stick in your head. Um, but I would say John Sheridan was my favourite player through that era. Um, helped by the fact, obviously, he scored the winner in the cup final. But yeah. I think even now when you look back, he was, he was just like a bit of a bit of a magician for me, like, Sheridan made do. I remember a free kick goal. I don't know if it's Luton away, somewhere like that. A free kick where we've knocked it back to him, flicked it up. He literally flicked it up for himself and volleyed it top corner. And like as playmakers and things go, I, I think John Sheridan was my favourite player. To be honest, there's another. There was a few in that even though even this what you think about now. Carlton, I remember like caught a bit later on. Carlton. It was certainly not, and Carlton Palmer scored a first half hat trick against QPR. I liked Palmer, yeah. like, I think they were, I think it was more difficult to find. I mean, you don't ever really not like players as such when they're playing for Wednesday, but obviously, we've been through trouble times. But I think in that era, I think it was hard to you'd struggle to name a player who, who you didn't like, really. There's yeah. people coming on in the later stages, tricky Trev, that sort of thing, like just an all an unbelievable squad, really. Do, do you think that, <clears throat> saying that, do you think that helps, obviously, because it was a bit of a purple patch as well, so players do stand out, don't they? You know, when you're yeah. winning or you are up there and you, you, you're getting third in the league, you are getting to two cup finals, three cup finals, five yeah. trips to Wembley and all that. Yeah. You, you, you do, don't you? You get players that stand out. Um, I mean, for me, Roland Nielsen, and it's, it's an obvious one again. We say names, aren't we? But... For me, Roland Nielsen was was a Rolls Royce. I, I, to be not in a, a fancied position as well. Do you know what I mean? It was, yeah, Nielsen um, was a class, obviously outstanding. And like when I've played football for years, I was a right back. So he's a, he's like your model right back. But he going back on the family room, like my dad was still around. He was a Roland Nielsen would never ever be beaten by any other player through my dad's life. He was absolutely loved him. Literally, when I left it, I went to clear his uh, locker out of work um, after what happened happened, and he, he got a poster up of him. He's fifty eight year old and he got a Roland Nielsen poster in his locker. <laughs> Matt, hey, that's fantastic. Man. I'm no, yeah, no shame yeah. in that at all. <laughs> so yeah, class, class player, both fullback. I think Worthington was a left back. Learning okay. through that era. Like yeah. they were, they were kind of old school overlapping fullbacks, weren't they? It's like unbelievable. Yeah, I, I totally agree with. You. I mean, yeah, that's uh, just just saying some of the names, doesn't it? Puts a smile on your face. I can see you smiling. <laughs> you know, like they, it's it's because because of that era, it is. And as Wednesdayites, we that era is very fondly remembered, and and it should be because even now, some of the I've been to some of the like gentlemen's evenings, the, the talks. Um, yeah. Sheridan did, did did one at Hillsborough, I think it was early this year or like last year. Absolutely yeah. fantastic how how they are revered and thought of. It's it's great, and it, why not? I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think the stories in that from that obviously footballs 
can't recall. <laughs> it's a completely different game now. But the story, I, w- I wish I still had a video player because, like, think about, think back to like the, I think it was like Will to Win and League Cup Glory and that. You know, the season reviews and used to watch behind the scenes and there was there was Hurst and John Arks on the on the coach, like having a bit, and then it shows you after they'd won. Hurst had had a few and that like proper good times then. But I wish, I wish a little. Obviously, I love the fact that that's the when I started to be a Wednesday fan. Um, but I was still like seven years old moving up. I, I kind of wish that era had been eight, ten years on, you know, because the memories yeah. are there, yeah. but they're not obviously as vivid as as I would like them to. I just remember watching it all back at times, thinking like, this is unbelievable. Even yeah. like like moving into like. A bit later on, when we got Paul Warr, when we got into Europe, and we got the likes of Warrest and people like that. Yeah. I mean, he, he was one right. of the favorites. I think, yeah, I think his uh, his story and and the way it come about, I think was yeah. was pretty, and it just it just stuck with a lot of people. I mean, yeah. the, the way he played as well, he, he pretty. I mean, it was it was a great time, and like we say, we can you could talk all, all the all. Hours and hours about that, can't you? But like you said, I totally agree. I'm like I'm a couple of years older uh, than yourself, but I'm the yeah. same. If, if I was what 18, 20 then, must have been an absolute paradise for that for a Wednesday fan then. And then, and then obviously moving on into like latter years. I mean, the early two thousands and, and and things that you don't really want to remember anymore. But we're, we were at that age that you do it. You remember that more rather than. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it's like going through to that now, in and obviously the light of day. What is there any any sorts of um, stories? Or I don't know. Did you do you travel to many away games when you were a bit younger? Or I know you said um, you've got kids now, so it might not be as, as yeah, not so much now. <laughs> we get to the odd one. Like um, I'm not going to sit on here and be one of them. Flames to go, yeah, load away games because I've got too many mates who watch this. And so, no, you don't. <laughs> so, don't, I don't, I don't get to as I'd like to, but we, we, we do still get to when we can. Um, but like, we generally, for some reason, always tend to get to the like the first ones of the season of a recent years. And there's been Wigan away, I remember going to that one about it was like five, six years ago. All the trains got cancelled in the morning, so it was a nightmare every day. Uh, Reading away, I remember that one first game of the season a few years back when Hutchinson scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, I got to that one. That was horrible. <laughs> I, yeah. hate, I, like, I didn't like Reading at all. Uh, was... Played in that green kit and um, Kadeem Harris scored like early doors and he looked like a will beat him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, yeah it's, um, we've, we've had some... We've had some in different plays as well. Like we just we just spent five ten minutes talking about the the good era. Can yeah. you, what's what's the sort of player that you think that you've seen over the like obviously the last twenty odd thirty odd yeah. years that you thought should have should have made it should have been or should have done better for Wednesday loan or even just one of these one season guys that come in and. Because I mean, we're going back some, and, and like you can look at the loan players that we've had that we'd have wished we'd have kept or even just got rid of. I think there's players we wish we'd have kept, so who were good for us as loans. So you think like like the likes of Kenwin Jones, people like that. 
wish we could have kept him like quite dark day. He come in, scored seven in seven or whatever it were. Like we've had a few really good loan signings who we kind of fall in love with a lot. We know it's a bit of a thing we've had a loan players that we do. But how many loan players have we had who have been terrible and then gone elsewhere and then been the exact opposite? I mean, is that list endless, isn't it? I mean, even random players, like you forget we have people like, I don't know, like who came in, he were all right. Then he finishes up in Premier League. But, yeah. but, but, Aston Villa's but, leading goal scorer in Premier League, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. Who would ever? He wasn't horrendous. I mean, he was no... I don't know how critical he can be on these sort of things. Like, these people yeah, like Bothroyd, <laughs> who I got I, excited about signing. Barkley for me. Ross Barkley, I, I was excited about him. and he. he I thought he did all right stopped, for us. Stopped and started. Stopped and started. I thought he could have been. I think he's yeah. been a lot better, but obviously his career went on and then, fell off, then fell off a cliff. Yeah, it's it's there's there's lots and lots. Look, loan players and that we've had some. But they only can go up to this season with Mark McGuinness, don't you? When everyone fell in love. Oh, don't him. no, don't don't mention his name. <laughs> oh dear, how we could how different that could have been. But um, yeah. we've had a few. Hector was good the other year. Like Kenwin Jones is the one. Yeah, stuck in my mind as, as well. Like, loan signing that stands out, and then we've had yeah. random, like beside Scott Carson and a lad we had from Everton. I can't remember his name now. The interner, like they have made differences. Yeah. Um, I don't know who who do I think could have gone on to better things. I don't know. I've liked some. <laughs> yeah, who's a Moroccan? Fe- uh, Bulgaria. Oh, oh yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say uh, Lazar, you know, from Newcastle, who got injured. I like Lazar. Left, yeah, left, yeah, and like his, his like, delivery like, in that, like unbelievable. I think did he do his hamstring, and then we never saw him again. Yeah, he played three or four games. And I thought he looked yeah. pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Did he come at the same time as someone else from Newcastle? Was it? Were at the same time? No, it was pre Murphy, weren't it? Was it Josh Onomar? The time he come, I think it was. I think it was Onomar as well. Yeah, there's a signed two or three, didn't we? Signed decent yeah. signing. I forgot about Lazar. To be fair, these are the type of players yeah. until you bring them up. But yeah, Lazar, like he was one of them. Let's I really want to sign him permanent. It was, it was. To be honest, it was too good for us to sign yeah, permanent. Of course, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Um, yeah, he could ping it. Right. So is, is there? Um, so obviously, we'll, we'll come up to a a bit of a um, more. We'll talk about it a bit more recent. So obviously this this current squad the last well four or five years I mean yep. it's not been it's not been the prettiest has it it's not been the best and the results and and things like that and even we will not go into it but obviously the club as a whole it's going it's been going through changes and changes and changes yeah it's it's not been great at Hillsborough has it in the last well it can go back even ten years can't we really to be honest but it's what's what's your what's your thoughts on on obviously the club. I'm not going to go into obviously you can whatever you want. Not obviously managers or owners, or but yeah. just in the whole of of the club. And and what's your what's your what's Ryan's thought on the club as as is? I think the last, like you say, it's can be going up ten years now. It, we're constantly just like a massive roller coaster, aren't we? Let's be honest. Like emo, emotion wise, every season we've got like so much hope more than ever this season, which we might still get there. We might, but. I don't know. This I, I do think there's 
like the the first car last season, which was 2015, 15, was it? Six, yeah, 15, 15, 16, was it? Yeah. That, that season and that squad of players, like, I was one of them, to be honest, when we appointed Carlos. I've never heard of him. No. <laughs> Everyone's on Wikipedia. It's like kind of more clubs than Tiger Woods and you just think, who's this guy? What's happening here? Um, but to be honest, that season, like, I loved that season. Like, that as a group of players, there was, there was players in there, like, so obviously I think it was Bannon's probably first season. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. Forestieri, like Gary Hooper is Hooper's one of my like favourite players of all time, to be honest. I, I still stand by everyone loved Forestieri, obviously everyone loves Bannon and rightly so. Um there was good players in that side who you think about even the fullbacks Hunt, Pudel, it was like Leuvens and Lee, wasn't it? That was a good yeah. squad. I still think Hooper was the the man in that side. So like that that sort of yeah, I know we See, you talk about it even though, don't you? You Even talking the names and the thing is like, you weren't like what you've just been talking about 10 minutes ago about the 90. It's because of what what it represents as well. And it's like, should have been, could have been. (laughs) But like, what do I think of the club? That was, that's why I loved that season. We failed at the final hurdle. To be honest, I don't even know how we got to Wembley. I don't know. We played Brighton at home. I know they had a few players go off, but then we played them away and they absolutely battered us. Yeah. And then Ross Wallace crossed one in. I thought, this is it. This is our year, this, because how, how we even got here. Obviously, we didn't really, really turn up at Wembley. Um, nah, but there's been, there's been, some, been some good times. The playoffs, playoff games are like really good to be at at Hillsborough, but it, it really worries me how we've kind of gone about the playoffs. I just hope we go about it a bit differently this year. I think like the the following season it was when we played Huddersfield. That was awful, yeah. And they did have did an into the season that weren't it weren't quite as bad as our results have been of in of recent, but they'd not had a good end to the season and we just went so negative. And yeah. I just kind of hope that ain't the way we go about it this year. Yeah, it was the first leg at Huddersfield that did me. It was just anti football. Yeah, he, he yeah. just is. It was like the um, it was the game at Derby this season. Um, away at Derby this this season, um, so anti football, negative. Didn't even go to to win the game. Um, but obviously, that was in the great run we were having, and Derby were unbeaten in like fifteen as well. I think it was something yeah. silly. But yeah, that Huddersfield game, and then to obviously. Stephen Fletcher scored a cracking goal. Yeah, uh, right. And just looked at it, and then we just sat back, didn't we? We just sat. That was it. As soon, it was like a switch. Soon as the, soon as the goal went in, it was just that's it. And that's how Carlos really wanted to try and see uh, the uh, ECAO a, a result. And yeah, you worried so much about them, which is kind of something that's been a bit of a feature of recent years at times. Regardless of who managers have been, we seem to. I don't know, spend a bit too... Sunderland, let's be honest, Sunderland playoffs last year weren't great, were it? We, again, the away leg was horrific. Um, and then we kind of got back in it at Hillsborough and then last minute, Mendes Lang doesn't track his man in the scum. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's uh, that's things things like that 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 stick in your memory, and that's 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 what football is, isn't it, mate? It's, it's memories and it's bits and incidents and and goals and players that you, you think look back on and you associate people with that. So, like, I would associate men as like doesn't matter what he does, <laughs> how he does, whatever in another that's life or whatever. Now. That's my only memory of him now. I can just picture him <laughs> not tracking his man back. And I saw that he did again for Derby the other week, and he worries me now because if we do get Derby in playoffs, I don't want him to be the man to kill us two years running in playoffs. I've got two worries if we get Derby. One's him and one's McGoldrick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because if he's, uh, if if he's if, winner, if, I will. The Twitter's gone. <laughs> which might think a lot of people, but yeah, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah if, if anyone's listening to this now, which you will be after because we've recorded this bit before, then um, it's either a yay or a shit. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, you'll you can decide everyone listening or watching. It's, uh, yeah. it's but if this goes out after the playoffs and I'm no longer on Twitter, it's because of the golden. <laughs> That's it. I'll uh, I'll I could put that out. I'll edit that out just as a short clip for you, Ryan, just to put out, and you can you can tweet that out as many times as you want. But no, I'm sure uh, I'm sure we will not need to use that. <laughs> right up to present day, we're just on about talking and everyone about obviously what could, should, hopefully will happen. Yeah. Um, this 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 squad, this current squad. Um, so let's let's go. What what's what do you like? What don't you like about the current squad at the minute? Um, obviously, this is open-ended. It's just a, you're just talking about Wednesday, so it's not a anything. Yeah, you want, it's, it's like. I, um, do, I like what I did like. I really, really liked the midfield trio of Byers, Bannon, and Vokes. I think it was just literally perfect, and they complemented each other perfectly. But I love. I think Vokes. I'm a massive fan of. Um, I know he had his critics at the start. I just think, I, like, he's, I think that, he, for me that was right as well. I don't think. Yeah, I just didn't think he got into it to the start. But he needed yeah. games, which is a lot of a lot of players, aren't they? You've got to have games. Yeah, I thought. I don't know. There was elements of it that was hard. I mean, I saw tweets like comparing to Lewis Wing, like in his time at Ooh. Yeah, come on, that's, Ooh, that's harsh. harsh. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, as he's got as he's grown, like I, I think he's been one of the players of the season, to be honest. Um yeah. and I can imagine like I, I've spoke because of obviously the line of weight, I spoke to him there and I've seen him at the the season awards the other night. And I I can imagine like as a as a bloke to be around the changing room, he just seems like absolutely bang on, like top man. So what I liked about the side was the midfield setup. Obviously, we can't help what's happened with Bayers. Um Smith, I thought, started the season. I know he's got like he, he's hit form again recently. I thought he started really well. He's like I expected when Smith came, to be honest. Like, from Rotherham. I've not seen enough of him, but I, I kind of expect him just to be a big target man who would who would hit his head. And I think he's a really good footballer, like his link up and that. Um but the thing that I think we could have done, I do think like a lot of fans, I think we could have done with a bit more strength in depth in January. And I think yeah. defensively, we've had one or two performances, performers, should I say, that have been have been consistent. Palmer, obviously, being one of them. And to be fair, like, and I can be critic, up until this season, I've, I've never really 
been the biggest. I, I've, I've never had anything against him, but I didn't think he was the player that I've seen this season. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm in that camp as well. Is not, is not offended, mate. Is not, um, is not been on a pedestal for you. Do you know what I mean? He's been there. He's been a, a good squad player. Um, I know, but then, but I think for the. The work that he's putting in pre-season, as it just shows yeah. that with the charity runs they did every day, uh, yeah. it must it must have done something. He's put it must have put enormous amount of work in because uh, he's been Mister Consistent in any position he's played. There's only just been a handful of games that I could say he's had a bit of a um, bit of trouble and thing, or, or made a couple of mistakes, but very rare. Not like yeah. you could other players that you could say. Oh, they've had like a four, five, six game run that they've been pretty shocking. So, well, he's yeah, he's had his best season. I, I just think I've said it like I think it's too too easy sometimes to kind of blame injuries and things on how the season tailed off. And I don't want to do that. I do think that we should be strengthened. But the fact there's, there has been certain injury, the Bayers and Windass, Windass like. Coming into the second half of the season was outstanding. To be fair, and I think the Bayer's injury—it's not—it's not the missing him as a player as such. Although he's, he's a brilliant player, I think it completely changes Bannon's game, and he drops—he sits so much deeper. And when he's further up the field, he's, for me, he's obviously, he's obviously the best player in the division for me. When he's able to get a bit further forward, and I think Bayer's not been there; he's dropped him back a little bit. It could have been also different. I just—I don't know. With, with that, with the injuries as well, what I sometimes wonder if we could have looked to try and change things a little bit. We've persisted with a system yeah. that, even when we've not had centre halves available, we've kind of still tried to stick with three centre halves. I don't know if that's gone against us. Outlook, we can all be like, oh yeah, all football manager, and like, <laughs> I know people. Um, if things don't go right, I am kind of one of them. Admittedly, the first person I'll point the finger at is the manager, but I, I'm not doing that job, Anna. So it's it's easy for me to sit and say, there's just little things I just wish could have gone a bit differently. But every fan who watches this or every fan who comes on here, they'll, they'll say similar things. We all we can all be experts in our own heads, can't we, I suppose? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, we've all, we're all we're all common in one thing. We want the club to do well, want the team to do well. Of course we're doing it, and I don't think for me don't don't really matter who's who's in charge for that, <clears throat> as long as we get promoted and obviously get to the. Honestly, I was just about to say get to the Premier League, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if personally I don't know if I'm bothered. <laughs> I just want to get. Do you really want to go to the game on a Sunday afternoon every other week or play I, on a? <laughs> I'm all right getting. I want. I do. I am desperate for us to get in the Championship, and like yeah. It's one of them now with, like, you see the world of Twitter and stuff. And because, like, I mean, that person who's quite, quite critical, you'll get, you get that comments like, oh, you'd rather see us fail just so you can say you were right. Like, are you mental? <laughs> why, why do you think I get this up about things? I, want, I don't want to watch yeah. another, I don't want to watch another season of this League One level football. And that's not being critical of Wednesday, but the level as a whole, like, for me, even down to the officiating, like down oh. to every play against one of like time waste from the first minute. It's just a, it's just like I love match day. I love seeing the lads and that. I've got a pub before. It's good atmosphere. 
the football that we watch for 90 minutes in League One, let's face it, it's not very good, is it? But it's just not. Even when we beat Forest Green 5 0 at home, I mean, did anyone really come away from that game thinking, bloody hell, that was brilliant today? It's a bit of a no win for him because, kind of, we beat 5 0 and everything, well, yeah, we should be beating him 5 0. As it turns out, we shouldn't because then we went to their ground and lost. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's probably that is that is probably for me, and that's probably if listing and we don't go up and and things. That is the low light of my season, that Forest Green trip. Oh, an absolute, was... and even now we sit here and they've won one game in twenty three. Like wow. that, is, that is the killer. We are, we needed to win one of them. There's the Oxford away game, albeit that they get yeah. a penalty from on the floor. Um, Cheltenham, Cheltenham weren't it as well? It was was it Lincoln at home for one all Lincoln? One one win, Burton Albion away. One win from there oh. in game, and we go into Saturday like we're still with an opportunity to go up. Like one yeah. win from them, and that's where you have to like come back and say, "All right, we've had injuries." But for me, like any team that has that sort of gap coming into the running. I think we were five points clear, two games in hand, which is irony, actually, because I remember back in 2012 when we all gave it United for being five points clear and two games in hand, and we pipped into it. And we've we've done the same. I just think it's a bit inexcusable as a drop-off, to, given the teams that we've played, mm-hmm. that we managed to somehow drop into third. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, we've, we've mentioned this on the podcast and in the chat and everything, uh, and I've said I, I would love to know what's happened and obviously, yeah. this is a mute point by the time this goes out because we'll have uh, been promoted anyway. So, but, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I, I'd love to know what's happened. If it is a mental thing, if it's just bad luck or, or injuries have have done us, I, I don't know. I really don't. I'd love to know. We won't. We'll never know. It, it's a it's a shit question, like, but that's that's it. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm gonna just just on that. We'll finish up now, but obviously. I'll ask you, Ryan, for your player of the season at the minute. I know it's not the end of the season, and I know <laughs> everything is still hopefully four games to play. But at the stand, who, who, who would you who, got, who would you get your vote? Shall I say? Um, I would go. I would still go. I don't know. It's tri- tricky because. I worry how much we've missed Windass goals and assists since he, he went and got injured. Uh, and then this Palmer who's been Mr. Consistent. But I yeah. I would... Pro- you know what? I've kind of alluded to it before. But I, for me, I think a player who does the bad side of the game really well and breaks up play. I I, I think Volks has had a really good season. Um, yeah. He's grown into it, and he's kind of become one of the first names on the team sheet. So, it, it, between one of the midfield two, Volks, and still Bannon. Bannon still creates or pulls things out of the blue. The goal is up for goal of the season. Chelsea at home. Oxford away, albeit they got that penalty. They weren't, they're, they're moments of brilliance that we see very more often from him certainly this season, and he's pulled things out of the bag when we've needed it. So, Volks or Bannon, I'm going to sit on fence. Sorry, I can't split <laughs> No, no, mate. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd still, even now, if I was asked to vote, I'd be like you, mate. I'd still have 
I still be umming and ahhing and gives the pros and cons to anyone. But if uh, if we were given a half player of the season, then you'd ask me at the turn of the year, then McGuinness gets it by a mile. Oh, by a mile, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it'd still be in my reckoning now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm say, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a yeah. that's a player that I would love to see come back. And obviously, we're talking as recording, but he's had some pelters over the last few days from the Cardiff fans. So hey, yeah. they can they can give whatever they want to him, and we'll have him. Well, I'll no, have him. I don't know if it worries me a little. The only thing that worries me a bit with that is I think. Is that down to? Is it a big step up? You know, is he is he look class in League One? And if we go up, we pull that type of player in. Is it not so good? I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe he's just happier. Some players like find they're at a club and and they settle in there and do well, don't they? So let, let's kind of hope it were that. Yeah, uh, we've we've certainly missed him. I know that not not more so given the defensive injuries that we've had, but I thought it was just class. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd love to see him back in a Wednesday shirt. And like you say, if, if it's a step up in class, then I hope to his, uh, if if we you're listening to this and we've not gone up and we can tempt him back, then that'd be all more for us, I think. Um, yeah, well, thank you very much, Ryan, for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure talking about Wednesday and putting the worlds to right a little bit, you know? Yeah. Not wrong always, with that, is there? Always good. Sometimes you just got to empty your head of Wednesday to someone else, mate, ain't you? And, uh, I'm sure yeah, we'll be there again in a few weeks, but hopefully the, when we're starting a new season in Championship. Hopefully, yeah. That, that's what it's all about, mate. This this is why we do it. This is why we want to just get people on, just talk Wednesday for half an hour and, and obviously stop doing the whatever they're doing in midweek and just uh, have a smile on your face for a bit. But thank you very much for joining us. Um, cheers, everyone, for listening. This has been my Wednesday for the Wednesday week. Um, it's uh, it's great doing this thing. Well, there's plenty more coming on and lots of stuff coming up. So please uh, like, subscribe, all the usual social media crap. And uh, cheers. We'll see you real soon. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com for more information. See you later! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.